Hello and welcome to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Today I'm looking at house prices and the growth of house prices which has, according to the BBC, ground to almost a halt. And this, this follows a report by the Nationwide Building Society, one of the biggest lenders, and, and their own survey showing that uh, in September property prices were just 0.2% higher than a year ago. And th th this is quite a respected survey. Now, I, I've, I come up with different surveys sometimes. There's the Halifax one and there's the, uh, the one that's published f by, by the uh, land registry, which is based on completions and the, and the prices. But, you know, the nationwide is, is still a respected survey, but they're all showing the same kinds of trends. And it said activity in the house market has been slow, but stable for the last two years. And the average home is now worth £215,352 across the country. But it has been, and the ONS also say that, uh, the, the Office for National Statistics say that the price growth has been the slowest for seven years. And so, so it's it's not good news on, on house prices. The year-on-year -year change is seen as the uh, least volatile measure of the, the, the housing market. But the 0.2% rise in September, it's down from a 0.6% year-on-year rise in August. And that's marked the 10th month now in a row in which annual price growth has been below 1%. This is according to the Nationwide again. So now they're putting down things down to Brexit uncertainty, um, you know, relatively static housing market. But some commentators have said that this has led to pent-up demand. Now, um, now, when the extension of uh, Brexit was announced, there was a spike in activity in the market, which again reiterates the fact that it is it's in its uncertainty, holding back buyers rather than a lack of interest. It's uncertainty rather than, than a lack of interest. And that was from the Guild, uh, Ian McKenzie from the Guild of Property Professionals. Um, so, well, you know, you've got to take these things with a, with, with a pinch of salt and, and come, come up with your own um, conclusions. But others have said that uh, it's a lack of house sellers rather than potential buyers. That could be because people are holding back. Uh, I, I know that in the south of England uh, that uh, stamp duty is putting people off from moving because let's say you're in a house, uh, a three-bedroom house, and you, you might want to sell it for five or six hundred thousand and move to a four-bedroom house, maybe close to a million, uh, maybe using equity that you've built up and then getting a bigger mortgage. Well, you know, your stamp duty is going to be quite a lot of money. And, you know, do, do you really want to pay 25, 30,000 or 20,000 pounds in stamp duty? You know, and a lot of people are saying, well, the cost of moving and, and all the rest of it, they might as well stay put and just extend their houses and make their homes bigger by going into the loft and the roof space, um, big extensions. And all around me, I can see huge extensions and, yeah, adds to the value of the house, sometimes not by much compared to what they're spending, but it, it makes a maybe a large three or four bedroom house into maybe a bigger four to five bedroom house with en suites and that sort of thing. So perhaps they're saying, well, I'm not going to move anymore. I'm just going to uh, upscale my house and stay put. And, and that, that might uh, support that argument that there is a lack of house sellers rather than potential buyers. And uh, uh, another commentator here says, with the number of homes changing hands reduced, buyer demand has kept surprisingly stable 
buoyed on by strong wage growth and low interest. That was Jonathan Hopper, the managing director of Garrington Property Finders, and he telling the, the BBC. And you know, prices are still expensive in, in the southeast. Uh, the BBC produced a map, and and basically, it's all unaffordable homes. Really, there's just uh, a sea of red, apart from areas like Stockport which is seen as unaffordable, and Harrogate in the north. Uh, the rest of them are, are, are really lots of places where um, houses are unaffordable. Another place in Devon, South Hams. And, uh, you know, so that that's there's only 40% of the, the, the United Kingdom where you should be able to find houses that you, you can afford. So the, the rest of it is is not great news for, for house buyers. So we'll have to see what happens after Brexit because Boris Johnson made a speech today in which he, he is outlaid, laid out some plans to uh, get us out of the, the backstop and have some sort of customs checks in Northern Ireland. And if that pushes us over the line and gets us out of the European Union, hopefully things could could pick up again. We, 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 shall, we shall have to see. Other news this week is that Sajid Javid has pledges a national living wage going up to £10.50 by 2024 and also lowering the age threshold down from 25 to 21 for the, for the national living wage. Now, that, that's great news for everybody, I suppose, although businesses are asking why uh, they're really kind of asking how this is going to be paid for. Who's going to pay for these increased uh, minimum payments, minimum wages? Again, we'll have to see. It's, it's something that's going to be phased in, so uh, we, we shall see. Also in the news is that Wonga, the lender that you can you know, get your money in five minutes on, on the phone and, and online, they, they apparently have a legacy of nearly 400,000 missold loans. Uh, you know, I don't know how you can missell a loan. People ring up, they want a loan, they want it now. They've got it. I, I, I don't know quite where the, the, the loans can then be missold but but there you go other stories around is that uh, there are parts of the country where there seems to be a lack of cash machines lack of banks a lot of banks closing down and it does seem that we're being gradually pushed into uh, phasing out of cash and and using more cards I must say I do find it more convenient but I I don't think I'd like to see cash disappear disappear completely Um, so uh, hopefully that, that there'll still be a, 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 some semblance of cash around. It's still nice to have a bit of cash in your pocket and, and feel, I, I just feel that better when I've got some cash on me because you never know when you go to places and find out that uh, they don't take cards and you know you have to have cash and then if you can't find a bank or, or a credit or, or an ATM machine it, it can be very difficult. Well that, that's all for now. Um, I, I think in terms of uh, property, yes, uh, property prices are grinding to a very slow growth rate. Other part, I mean, in another report, I should say that uh, in some parts of the country, prices are falling, at, such as London, but in other parts of the country, they are rising. Uh, some parts of the Midlands and, and South Wales, prices are rising. So, not, so it's not all doom and gloom everywhere. But I think we've got too used to seeing prices going up by 5 and 10% a year and expecting that just buying... A property anybody can be uh, a property millionaire by just buying anything and it would go up in value this is not always the case and there's some parts of the country which haven't gone up much since the last recession they're still flat since 2008 2009 so you know when you're buying properties you've got to know a little bit about what you're doing 
and 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 we can't always maybe we're entering an era where we can't always expect you know double digit growth rates in in property so so there you go thanks for listening this is charles kelly bring your money tips to help you save earn invest accumulate and enjoy more money thank you